0: Welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Today is Friday, June 18th, 2021. Let's take a look at today's prices. So according to the coin market cap, BTC is at $37,672, down 2.9%. Number two, Ethereum, $2,338, down 3.55%. Tether at number three, $1, just hovering above 0.04%. Binance Coin, BNB, number 4 at $349.34, down 1.83%. At number 5, Cardano, number 5, Cardano, forty seven down 3.6%. Dogecoin at number 6, 30 cents, down 2.62%. XRP at number 7, 83 cents, down 2.23%. USD Coin at number 8, a dollar, just hovering above 0.04%. Polkadot at number nine, $22.17, down 5.85%. And Uniswap down 3.65%, just at $21.66. So for the majority, it is seeing red. For the crypto fear and greed index, uh, extreme fear can be a sign that investors are too worried. That could be a buying opportunity. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. Today is extreme fear at 25 and yesterday was just fear at 26 last week was extreme fear at 21 and last month at this time was extreme fear at 23 so uh today we've got about seven articles and just to give a contents article number one the title is bitcoin has three flaws and that could set the stage for other alternatives says cornell economist at number two blockchain-based private rental marketplace DTravel launches with $5 million seed round. Uh, Article 3, former Ethereum co-founder and Cardano creator believes Tesla should adopt ADA. Uh, Next one was Bitcoin crashes constantly, but these investors won't sell. Why hodlers buy the dip and hang on tight? Next one is billionaire investor Mike Novogratz says Bitcoin's value is a social construct and would be worth less if governments weren't printing money like toilet paper. Uh, Next article title is how to stake Cardano. And last but not least, the main topic for today was Mark Cuban calls for DeFi regulation after crypto investment goes to zero. So we'll take a look at that at the end of this podcast and YouTube video. So, uh, first up is Bitcoin has three flaws and that could set the stage for other alternatives, says Cornell Economist. So, three points for these is Bitcoin isn't as anonymous as people think it is, according to S. War Prasad, a professor at Cornell University. Other issues include the fact that Bitcoin mining is extremely bad for the environment and it doesn't work well as a currency, he said. And number three... That spurred other cryptocurrencies to come up with solutions to address some of the flaws of Bitcoin, he told CNBC on Thursday. So let's take a look. Bitcoin, the world's best known cryptocurrency, has a few flaws, and that's triggered other digital currencies to come up with more viable options, according to a professor at Cornell University. It isn't as anonymous as people think it is, and mining Bitcoin is bad for the environment pointed out economics professor eswar prasad it also doesn't work well as currency he told cnbc on thursday <clears throat> one thing as one interesting aspect is that other cryptocurrencies have come up with solutions to address some of bitcoin's flaws said prasad who was formerly head of the international Monetary funds china division so let's look at number one mining harms the environment Bitcoin mining refers to the energy-intensive process required to produce new coins and ensure the payment network is secure and verified. The electricity used when transactions are validated on the Bitcoin blockchain, as well as the mining process, is certainly not good for the environment, Prasad said. Tesla CEO Elon Musk said last month that his electric car company will stop accepting Bitcoin as a form of payment because of environmental concerns causing the price of Bitcoin to drop 5% in a matter of minutes. He has since made an about turn and said in a tweet on Sunday that Tesla will accept Bitcoin in transactions if it can confirm reasonable and clean energy usage by miners. So crypto miners use purpose-built computers to solve complex mathematical equations that effectively enable a coin transaction to go through. The miners are rewarded for their efforts by being paid in the cryptocurrency. However, the entire process used to create a Bitcoin requires a lot of energy and can consume more power than entire countries such as Finland and Switzerland, according to the Cambridge Bitcoin Electricity Consumption Index. On the other hand, Ethereum. The second largest cryptocurrency, sometimes viewed as an alternative to Bitcoin, is coming up with a different method of mining that requires less energy, Prasad pointed out. So this is called proof of stake, POS. It is the underlying mechanism of Ethereum and activates so-called validators on the network if they can prove that they hold Ether or a stake. Ultimately, it should remove the need for vast amounts of computing power instead needed to validate transactions, and the Ethereum Foundation claims it will use 99.95% less energy than before. That is going to be much less energy-intensive, and it could deliver a lot of benefits that Bitcoin was supposed to deliver. It could also make transactions much cheaper and quicker, said Prasad. However, it's not there yet, he added. So number two, not so anonymous after all. Earlier this month, U.S. law enforcement officials said that they were able to recover $2.3 million in Bitcoin paid to a criminal cyber group involved in a ransomware attack on Colonial Pipeline in May. The FBI said its agents were able to identify a virtual currency wallet that the hackers used to collect payment from Colonial Pipeline. The main idea of Bitcoin was to provide pseudonymity, said Prasad, but it turns out that if you use Bitcoin a lot, and especially if you use Bitcoin to get any real goods and services, then it becomes possibly eventually to link your address or your physical identity to your digital identity. So what's interesting, he said, is that there are other cryptocurrencies trying to fix this and offer more anonymity. He highlighted Monero and Zcash as some examples. So Bitcoin really has set off something of a search for a better alternative, and people seem to be on the lookout for a medium of exchange that does not require them to go through a trusted institution like the government or a commercial bank. But it's not quite there yet, Prasad said. Number three. In theory, Bitcoin was supposed to provide an anonymous and efficient medium of exchange, but it hasn't worked in that respect, said the economics professor. Rather, it's slow and cumbersome to use Bitcoin to pay for goods and services, and the market is very volatile, Prasad said. Bitcoin is prone prone to wide swings in volatility, and seen by its 30% plunge in a single day last month, so you could take a Bitcoin to store and one day get a cup of coffee and another day with the same Bitcoin, be able to treat yourself to a lavish meal. So that doesn't work well for the medium of exchange, he said. Bitcoin has become a speculative asset for people who hope it will appreciate in value rather than because they want to use it, as a payment mode, Prasad said. So, yes, uh, this Cornell economist says Bitcoin has three flaws and that could set the stage for other alternatives. Do you agree with them? Comment down below. Next article is blockchain-based private rental marketplace D-Travel launches with $5 million seed round. Interesting. A new blockchain-based marketplace for private accommodations is launching with the goal of giving hosts and guests more control ownership, and lower fees than existing platforms. D-Travel is backed by a $5 million seed funding round from Kinetic Capital, Future Perfect Ventures, DHVC, Plutus VC, GBV Capital, AU21 Capital, Shima Capital, LD Capital, and NGC Ventures, as well as several angel investors. The venture is being launched by Travala, an Australia-based online travel agency built on the blockchain that accepts more than two dozen cryptocurrencies as payment. The launch announcement says former executives from Airbnb, Expedia, and other global technology companies are also part of the launch, but it does not provide names. The announcement also does not name any executives for D-Travel, with a spokesperson explaining that because it is a decentralized autonomous organization, DAO, there are not traditional leadership roles. Instead, DTravel is governed and owned by its community of hosts and guests who hold its native TRVL token and will vote on decisions that guide the network. DTravel says all revenue from bookings will be funneled into its community treasury and protect function, which exists for the benefit of hosts and guests. Traditional home sharing platforms are aligned with their users in the early stages, but over time this changes. With a need to return profits to shareholders, home sharing platforms are forced to extract as much as possible from transactions on their platforms, says Juan Otero, co-founder and CEO of Travala. Detravel meets the needs of the home sharing community first and forever. It's easy to use, highly secure, and optimized for the next generation of hosts and guests looking to take back control of their travel experience. Bookings fees and detravel are 7.5%, and the site accepts payment in Bitcoin, its TRVL token, and other cryptocurrencies, as well as fiat currency. Sharing economies are authentic and sustainable only when they are governed and controlled by stakeholders and the home sharing ecosystem has been broken for years under outsized control from centralized corporations. It's time for a community-owned and community-governed replacement, says Jalat Joban Putra, founding partner of Future Perfect Ventures. To incentivize hosts to join, DTravel says the first hundred thousand to register on the site will be eligible to receive more than $35 million worth of TRVL tokens. So, yes, blockchain-based private rental marketplace DTravel launches with $5 million seed round. Do you think this is going to be the future of travel? What do you think? Take a look at article number three. Former Ethereum co-founder and Cardano creator believes Tesla should adopt ADA. So Charles Hoskinson, Ethereum's co-founder and Cardano founder believes ADA is superior to the world's largest virtual currency and Tesla should opt for it after abandoning the popular digital asset, BTC. Charles Hoskinson says Cardano is the most convenient coin as it does not use a lot of energy fuel He thinks Tesla should use a coin if they are really after conserving the environment. Charles Hoskinson said ADA is an environmentally friendly token. Tesla should go for ADA. In a recent interview with the YouTuber Lex Friedman, Ethereum co-founder Charles Hoskinson highlighted the benefits of its blockchain. He said the POS system is best when it comes to energy consumption compared to other blockchains. In summary, he said Cardano should be the very first choice of Tesla CEO Elon Musk. ADA founder said when Tesla will be looking for the best alternative virtual currency, they should consider the greenest such as ADA instead of energy intensive coins like BTC. Despite environmental degradation, the largest virtual currency lacks other qualities. According to Charles Hoskinson, it is hard to program Bitcoin The CEO said all cryptocurrency projects are an experiment and often do not disclose their risks, despite achieving most milestones outlined in its white paper. Cardano is not only completely sure whether it will attain all its goals. ADA is better than Ethereum. This is not the first time the founder of Cardano is promoting the token or its competitors. Towards the end of May, he condemned the digital currency he helped co-found and dismissed it as overrated. He gave out three reasons he believes Cardano is the best blockchain project. One, the digital asset has an inbuilt future that supports metadata and autonomous regulation. According to him, ETH can process smart contracts while its rivals can do that with governance and compliance. Secondly, the second largest digital asset has never been cooperated with local authorities from third world nations to benefit their citizens. While Cardano has already partnered with three governments. Lastly, there is a very confusing structure and the forthcoming ETH 2.0 release will lead to the death of the entire network. So yes, former Ethereum co-founder Charles Hoskinson and Cardano creator believes Tesla should adopt ADA. What do you think? Do you think Tesla will do it? Or do you think they'll just stick on with Bitcoin? So, uh, moving on, I just want to say thank you to all my subscribers and listeners. Uh, Dave's Daily Crypto Take is moving on to its 10th episode. Uh, So far, it's been a very good week. I just want to say thank you to everyone. Um, I still want to build this channel, build this podcast. So, please, if you can, just share, like, subscribe. Um, The more ears, the more eyes that this channel has. Uh, the more content I can make for you in terms of updates and news. So again, thank you very much. Let's move on to article number four. Bitcoin crashes constantly, but these investors won't sell. Why hodlers buy the dip and hang on tight? So while Bitcoin has been going on a roller coaster ride in recent weeks, some experts say that its volatility is stabilizing noting that retail investors are starting to re-enter the market and long-term investors are on the huddle wave. So, it's interesting to note that according to James Butterfield at CoinShares, the outflows in Bitcoin cooled last week, totaling $10 million, significantly less than the previous record week of $141 million, according to a blog post. He adds that trading activity in Bitcoin investment products rose by 43% compared to the previous week. Butterfield tells Go Banking Rates that he attributes the decline in outflows to an early sign that we have seen peak bearishness and that investor sentiment is beginning to turn positive again. Blockchain data provider Glassnode says in a report that the high volatility of Bitcoin markets makes it a magnet for traders who are able to monetize price swings in both directions. The new hodlers are investors who are buying the dip in the current range and likely to hold it throughout whatever volatility lies ahead, according to the report. Simultaneously, the powerful fundamental properties of Bitcoin make it a desirable store of value asset for long-term investors. During choppy and consolidating market structure, we can gain insight into the balance of supply and demand and degree of accumulation by short and long-term holders by serving changes in profitable supply during price swings, according to the report. Also in the report, insights into long-term traders, mostly people who bought the crypto in the early bull market, and our hodlers who purchased coins in early January 2021 have not spent them, suggesting that they are not panic selling during this volatility and are therefore more likely to be reaccumulating than cashing out. Traders are short-term holders, are investors who are trading price swings and are more likely to liquidate at price targets or in downside volatility. They are also more likely to utilize derivative markets and leverage according to the report. Butterfield added to the gold banking rates that given the recent route in prices rattled some investors and it may be a little time before we begin to start testing the all-time highs again. So as of today, Bitcoin was 1% this morning and around $39,000. According to CoinMarketCap, the crypto is up 3,015% in the past year and up 34% year to date, according to Market Watch data. So, yes, uh, Bitcoin crashes constantly, but these investors won't sell. So, why HODLers buy the dip and hang on type? Are you buying the dip or are you getting out of the market? Let me know and comment below. Next article we have is billionaire investor Mike Novogratz says Bitcoin's value is a social construct and it would be worth less if governments weren't printing money like toilet paper. Yeah, So Bitcoin investor and longtime cryptocurrency bull Mike Novogratz said the true value of Bitcoin lies mainly in the community it has built and that it is valuable because people say it is. Novogratz, the CEO of Galaxy Digital, in a live stream with Rapper Logic on Wednesday, touted that the technology underpinning Bitcoin but said it would be worthless if no one believed in its potential. The value of Bitcoin isn't the Bitcoin code. It's a social construct. It's valuable because we say it's valuable, he said. It's crazy. Novogratz, whose firm offers cryptocurrency-focused services to investors, said many people have come up to him asking him if he is the CEO of Bitcoin. But the billionaire said he just sees Bitcoin's potential and name-dropped other big names backing the cryptocurrency, such as MicroStrategy's CEO, Michael Saylor. The one thing to remember about the technology, which was cool, is it was the first digital signature you couldn't counterfeit, he said. And so that meant we could have digital money because it could be secure. If I said there's 21 million, there are only 21 million because you can't counterfeit it. He described this as a profound concept highlighting the limited supply of the cryptocurrency. You say, well, sounds like a Ponzi. But everything that's valuable is some form of a Ponzi. It's valuable because we bring more people in to buy it, he said. It wouldn't be so valuable if our governments weren't just printing the money like it's like toilet paper. Bitcoin has been trading sideways following the massive crash in May, but reclaimed $40,000 this week last month's massive sell-off slashed Bitcoin's market capitalization by almost 30% to $766 billion. So yeah, billionaire investor Mike Novogratz says that Bitcoin's value is a social construct and it would be worth less if governments weren't printing money like toilet paper. Which governments are printing money like toilet paper? Comment below if you think your government is doing that right now. Next article we have is how to stake Cardano. Here's what you should know before staking Cardano. One unique feature of some cryptocurrency blockchains is a process called staking. Staking is similar to cryptocurrency mining in that it aids in transaction validation. For Cardano investors, staking is an easy way to earn passive income and support the stability of the Cardano network. Cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin operate on a proof of work or POW model to verify transactions. The POW model involves powerful computers solving complex mathematical equations to verify transactions. These miners compete against one another to be the first to solve the problems consuming tremendous amount of electricity in the process. Proof-of-stake, or POS, is a popular alternative form of verification used by Cardano. In POS verification, an algorithm selects which node will add the next block to the blockchain based in part on how many coins the node has staked or locked away. Nodes often compromise groups of people who have pooled their stakes together. By delegating Cardano's cryptocurrency ADA to a stake pool, investors increase the pool's chances of producing blocks, when blocks are produced, the pools earn rewards that are then paid out to all the pool contributors. From a practical standpoint, the average Cardano investor only needs to understand that the ADA used for staking never leaves the investor's wallet. And investors earn rewards in a way that is similar to interest in a savings account. Investors can move their ADA freely after it has been staked or even unstake it if it completely if they choose so. Cryptocurrency exchanges such as Binance, Bitfinex, Coinbase, KuCoin, Kraken, Poloniex all allow for one-click POS stock staking. Keep these things in mind if you're interested in Cardano staking. The pros of staking, the risks of staking, the caveat. So let's take a look at number one. Pros of staking. Shidan Gurun. Founder of Canadian merchant bank, Gulf Pearl, says there aren't any true drawbacks to staking for investors who are already holding ADA for the long term. If you possess stakeable cryptocurrency, I do recommend staking it. You'll be earning a passive income for doing not much more than clicking on a button. And the yields are typically higher than traditional investments, Gurun says. Gurun says investors worried about how much Cardano to stake shouldn't be concerned, considering there is no downside to participation. They should be staking all of it. Depending on how you stake Cardano, you can earn anywhere from 1.9% to over 7%, with 1.9% requiring very little investment and a simple click of a button, Gurun says. Cryptocurrency mining can be an extremely complicated, costly, and time-consuming process. However, Eloisa Marchisoni, co-founder of Blackchain Consulting, says staking is an alternative way for crypto investors to participate in the verification process without the hassle and risk associated with the mining rig. Staking is an alternative consensus mechanism, a way to verify the secure transactions that allow users to generally secure crypto networks with minimal energy consumption and setup, Marchisoni says. She says each staking wallet is like a different bank account that earns interests and supports the network. Two, risks of staking. Cardano investors may be concerned about risks when considering how much Cardano to stake, but staking ADA either directly or via a third party involves no more risk than simply holding it in a wallet. Guran says the only true risk is losing the wallet's private key which is a risk with all cryptocurrencies, regardless of whether or not staking is involved. Uter Witvoet, CEO of Canadian financial services company DeFi Technologies, says staking should be a no-brainer for any long-term crypto and Cardano investor. Witvoet says the Cardano staking system is so simple that investors shouldn't think twice about how much Cardano to stake. So, Cardano addresses have separate keys for spending and staking, meaning that if you decide to stake your ADA tokens, they will never leave your wallet. You can stake as much as you have since you can unstake your ADA at any time, Witvoit says. Sony says she recommends that investors divide their stakes among different pools to diversify and should avoid pools charging excessive fees. Even when staking in a pool, she says the pool operators have no way of stealing your ADA. However, they can take most of all or the rewards from the pool by suddenly changing the margin to 99% or 100%. The only risk really is that the pool owner is unscrupulous and tries to take advantage of delegates in that way. But that is a very rare occasion, Marcosoni says. So, number three, the caveat. Cryptocurrency staking is an easy way to earn a guaranteed yield in a world in which passive income is hard to come by. But much like an income-generated dividend stock, the value of the underlying asset is an important consideration. So, like most other cryptocurrencies, the price of ADA is extremely volatile and unpredictable. For investors already holding ADA for the long term, staking is a simple way to increase returns. If the price of Cardano takes a dive or the cryptocurrency market has a major sell-off as it did in 2018, the potential losses from crypto investments can quickly exceed income earned from staking. So what do you think? Are you interested in staking? Do you have Cardano already staked or are you just holding it? Let me know and comment below. All right, listeners and viewers, we're going to the last article today. And this is the main one. Mark Cuban calls for DeFi regulation after crypto investment goes to zero. So it's all fun and games in DeFi until you lose money and wish you had consumer protections. Yeah. Um, Last night, billionaire investor Mark Cuban said he was hit by the sudden collapse of a cryptocurrency called Titan. The token shed nearly 100% of its value over the course of a few hours. Now, after losing what he's characterized as a small percentage of his portfolio, he's calling for increased regulation around stablecoins, a subgroup of cryptocurrencies meant to hold a stable value tied to a particular fiat currency. So, Joel Weisenthal in his Twitter account, said, Breaking! Mark Cuban calls for a more stable coin regulation after trading DeFi token that crashed to zero. So, Titan. Now, here's at M. Cuban's Twitter account, full statement to Bloomberg regarding his experience taking liquidity for Titan. And here he has a quote in his Twitter account and his reply. So, Titan was part of Iron Finance, a kind of investment project under the heading of DeFi. Or decentralized finance. These are programs that manage your crypto entirely through code without the need for mediators like banks or investment managers. But one of the nice things about banks is that they're subject to consumer protection laws, which desensitifies bad actors. So no such regulations exist for DeFi. Initially, the collapse of Titan was thought to be the result of a potential rug pull, a type of exit scam common in DeFi, in which anonymous developers run off with users' funds. Live and learn, Cuban told Decrypt at the time. Iron Finance has since published a postmortem of last night's events that claims a bank run on its protocol was to blame. We never thought it could happen, but it just did. We just experienced the world's first large scale crypto bank run. The post reads, whatever the cause, it resulted in money being drained from an investment program around Iron Finance's stablecoin iron in a price of Titan plummeting from $65 to, here we go, 0.00000003. So what do you think? In any new industry, there are risks I take on with the goal of not just trying to make money, but also to learn, Cuban wrote in an email to Bloomberg. There should be no regulation to define what a stable coin is and what collateralization is acceptable. Should we require $1 in U.S. currency for every dollar or define acceptable collateralization options like U.S. treasuries or... Hmm? Last week, Cuban wrote a nearly 3,000-word blog post about his involvement with Titan and Iron Finance titled, The Brilliance of Yield Farming, Liquidity Providing, and Valuing Crypto Projects. So yeah, Uh, we heard about this story yesterday and Mark Cuban calls for DeFi regulation after the crypto investment goes to zero. What do you think? Do you think it was a bank run or a rug pull? Let me know below and what you think about Mark Cuban. Is he smart or do you think he was a fool? So that is the end of the crypto news and updates today. Uh, For the cryptocurrencies, let's take a look at the prices one more time. At number one, BTC, $37,917. Ethereum at $2,300. Tether at $1. Binance Coin, number four, $351. Cardano at number five, $1.47. Dogecoin, number six, $0.30. XRP at number seven, $0.83. USD Coin, $1 at number eight. Polkadot, $22.30 at number nine. And Uniswap at number 10, $21.66. So that wraps it up for today. Which article did you have an interest in? Which do you think was the most important? Why don't you comment below? Again, welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. I appreciate all the supporters and everyone that's liked, shared, and subscribed so far. Um, This is number 10. So let's keep on going and I'll see you tomorrow. Have a good one and take care. Peace.